Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Franchise Bible Coach Radio with Rick and Rob. I'm Rob Ganley, your host. Before we get started uh, introducing our guest today, we have a very interesting guest. Um, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Entrepreneur Magazine, for their support of the book, Franchise Bible, which the newest edition is coming out here shortly. So stay tuned for that. So thank you to Entrepreneur and Entrepreneur Press. So without further ado, I want to jump right in because we have a lot to cover today. It's a big topic, very, very intriguing to me, and I think it's going to be intriguing to you guys out there in the audience. So I want to introduce and welcome to the show, Carmen Williams, the CEO and founder of Dayi Digital. How are you doing today, Carmen? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm thank doing, you for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. It's great to have you. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your consultancy, your, your business, your brand. How did you get to where you are today and what you're doing? Yes, sounds good. Well, gosh, I started in the advertising agency about 32 years ago, funnily enough, during a recession um, in Vancouver, Canada, actually. And um I, over, I guess I've been blessed and maybe cursed over the last 32 years. I've probably had about 20 different jobs. And uh, so I have had to just naturally become very adaptive. And um, about, well, at the time COVID hit, I lost my uh, job and I decided to uh, head into consulting and I started my own agency. And I was very blessed that um, about a year ago, I got introduced to a very cool organization called the Unisyst Org, and they are the folks that discovered the science around evolution and how that applies to every adaptive environment. Uh, and so my consultancy is using that evolutionary approach to help my clients grow their business through marketing strategies. So that's what I'll talk about today. Yeah. Well, and I tell you, that's what you just framed. I think in the frame is the important thing, right? Um, is, is something that I, I hope the listeners are tuning in, right? The frame is adaptive. The frame is change. It's not like it was. It's, it's go, we're going into a perpetual change environment. And it's a good thing or it could be a hard, hard thing to deal with. And that's really what your frameworks and your, your approaches deal with is that. So uh, tell me a little bit more about how, you know, we're obviously with COVID-19, it's 20, end of 2020, we're heading into the new year, we're excited yes. about that. But tell us a little bit about how you see, you know, you approaching business and growth within enterprises or, or multi-location businesses like franchises. How do you, what do you think is the one key thing that you're focused on to help them grow? Well, let me just start with telling you that uh, you may or may not have kind of picked up on the fact that the pace of change is really increasing. So even like I think about my 32 years of being in marketing, just the amount of change and how fast things are changing, it's continuing in that way. So you just need to be aware of that, first of all. So let's talk about change and evolution. So first of all, every living entity is an adaptive environment. And every adaptive environment is based on the science of evolution. The same rules apply to every living entity. So you and I, our businesses, the co our company, the economy, the world, 
the universe is everything is that's a living entity is an adaptive environment. And in fact, the science of evolution applies to that. So that's the great part about it is understanding that framework, the science that you can use to influence your own adaptive environment, as well as your customer's adaptive environment, your employees, et cetera. So, um, so change is kind of part of life. And the sooner you embrace that, the sooner you realize that like, that's the fun part. That's the exciting part. And if you can uh, influence that to your benefit, then, uh, then it gets to be really fun. So we're going to talk more about that. Yeah. Well, when you talk about change, I, I hear a lot about exponential growth, right? The two, four, you know, two, four, sixteen kind of idea, not not the linear growth, right? That that we were having, and I I know that, um, you know, the way I view it is is that you know the speed of change can can obviously uh, be very disruptive and and just dis- discouraging to some that that are, aren't used to it. Um, but but how do you how do you take this idea that computing power is changing, data is in abundance and being produced every day, helping computers be smarter, right? That's sort of the premise of AI. How do you take that idea though that seems so foreign and so new and almost like sci-fi, and take that into something where you can sit down with a client and work <clears> through <throat> it and help them? Like what is what is what does that first step look like when you help someone? Well, so first of all, let me talk a little bit about AI because uh, traditional or sort of that, first of all, AI is a pretty broad concept that kind of picks up a bunch of different uh, principles, but math-based artificial intelligence is looking at past data and using that past data sequencing to predict the future. Well, actually, there's something that's that's missing in that, and that's the fundamentals AI around evolutionary science. And so what that all is based on is that living entity has a concept and then has a growth strategy and a minimal strategy for survival. And so I know this sounds a little crazy, but that's kind of what I talk to my clients about. And I help bring sort of like, I guess, common language to that and help develop strategies using that thinking. So every single relationship, right? Your relationship with your customers, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your employees um, has the same rules in order for that relationship to grow. And so that's really understanding that strategy and working with my clients to develop the best growth strategies based on that. Combining it with AI. So the the whole technology and the growth of that is, I mean, that's happening. It, you, you need to embrace it. It's not, you know, it's something that you, uh, I, I'm not necessarily a technology consultant. So, but, but um, how to apply it and how to use it as part of your overall, overall strategy is the key. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. So, yeah, I just think about, you know, so technology, you know, it, it is, it is still more about humans becoming better humans, right? And companies still <clears throat> becoming more human, actually, right? Not not less human. Um, and so hopefully that's, and it sounds like you're teaching sort of those ideas that would help them be more human, but still leverage advanced technology, right? For, for what makes sense <clears throat> for them. But tell us a little bit about like COVID-19 and, and how does that impact your, when you're sitting down with folks, is it that what you're talking to them about would have been the ideal recipe anyway? I mean, for that type of situation to occur, is it just, you know, it happened to be that that, that happened or do you adapt right. yourself? I mean, are well, you anything because of it or is it sort of just, <laughs> oh, you really need this now? Like, you know what I mean? Kind of like, 
Well, the thing is that uh, the the whole world is an adaptive environment and the COVID pandemic affected that adaptive environment. And we, we, regret, we sort of stepped back. It was like we contracted. So the, the world has contracted. It's called a counter cycle period. It's like recession, right? So for our economy anyway. Um, so that that's something that just happened. Like as an individual person or company, you don't control that. What you need to do is adapt to that and take advantage of that and understanding where there's growth opportunities uh, and, and what you need to do to survive. So that you, does it make sense? I don't know if that, did that answer your question? Well, no, I mean, absolutely it does. I mean, I think that's the point, right? Is that you, you, the change was already here. COVID introduced a sort of a, maybe an accelerated certain awareness or changed certain things, but the perpetual. Right. Yeah. right. So, you know. so let me explain, like, if you just kind of think about it in some ways, a lot of things slowed down, like we're not commuting, we're working from home. Our kids are, are doing school from home. We're spending more time with her. So there's some aspects where like things got to slow down, but in other aspects like digital learning, uh, you know, working from home, e-commerce, everything sort of digital accelerated. So it does it make sense? Like not not everything is the same equation, but it's understanding how uh, the adaptive environment is working. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. So tell us a little bit about like if you have a specific story or you you just or or maybe a project <clears throat> you're working on where you know you can give us an example of how a company may be dealing with this change, right? Using some of these principles you're talking about, then applying them. Uh, to to dealing with not just you know what we're saying overall the technological change that's a driver but the COVID as well. Do you have any stories or specific ideas that you could share with the audience? Well, I think all of the clients that I've worked on, uh, worked with, and worked on are you know that is the key sort of um, success criteria for them as they're adapting and growing is this this mindset this. Uh, it's called adaptive marketing or agile marketing, where you are uh, sort of like a strategy of um, evaluating, uh, sort of throwing your um, strategy out there, testing and uh, reflecting and then adapting to that. So that sort of evolutionary approach, adaptive marketing, agile marketing, that's kind of the mindset that most of my clients we, we talk about and we put into place. Um, because if you think about evolution is change, change is, you know, doing something different, altering and adapting, adapting is making something suitable for a new purpose. So that mindset has really been the secret uh, ingredient and criteria. And that's so Zenodi, for example, when I was uh, working with them full time, uh, we were all about increasing the volume of uh, guests going through the salon. Well, you can be sure that's not the the, how we're looking at things now, right? So now yeah. it's about that uh, exemplary service because that people are coming in fewer times, uh, but they're spending more, so they want that better service. So it's just kind of shifting. Doesn't make matter if that was a good yeah. enough example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I think that's exactly what we've shared with many of our guests and heard back from them, and over these last I don't know ten months now, however long it's been uh, since we've been going through this this evolution. Uh, but a lot of people are talking about, look, you're still in the same business. The emphasis is different. You're still providing value. The way you're going about providing that value is is, is adapting or evolving, right? That's right. 
Uh, but, you know, like you said, in, in some cases, it's that you're going to see customers fewer times or you're doing it virtually or you're doing a service differently. So the way in which you provide that and do that, and, and we talked a lot about, you know, just communicating safety and, and, and communicating a, a safe environment to do business and acknowledging things, right? Yeah. The audience, whatever your audience is, and it's every audience is a little different, but but that idea, right, is, is yeah. that you're still doing it, but you're adapting the way or how you're doing it. And one of the things you said that I wanted to kind of expand on a little bit is you talked a little bit about, I think, using technology for good. Yeah. Um, so one of the things about understanding an evolutionary approach is that everybody has a concept at their core. And so if you think about a company and what's that company's true concept at their core and what are the ethics that drive it? And that is really going to be so important in the future because the consumer is really cares more and more about uh, the how ethical is the company. And so that I think is going to be a key ingredient for um, growth and for success is having a strategy that's, you know, obviously a maximal strategy for growing, minimal strategy for survival, but that it has a um, inviting ethical concept at the core. Mm. Did that, did that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so technology, so the, how, how that weaves back to using technology is because technology is there. It can be used, you know, potentially for bad reasons, but really um, it, the companies that use it for good uh, I think we'll see the success. There will be a payoff for that uh, approach, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, and I think that whether you're, you know, not everybody has the benefit or advantage of being in a, a business that is, you know, if you're saving lives, then that's one thing. And if you're uh, selling a product that's just sort of like keeping the lights on, I still think there's room to say we we do business ethically, we do business responsibly. Yes, uh, we're efficient. We're 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 treating our employees well. Um, the community around us, right? So even if you're in a sort of a utility or or a business that doesn't really make a direct impact, right? You could say the iPhone changed the world, and maybe it's good, right? Maybe not, uh, but it was quite an impact, right? For people that work at Apple, have a common view of impacting the world with their products, right? So some people have that, some people have, well, it's a, it's a product that no one really cares about, right? But it's still, you know, for your audience, for, your, for who you're working with, it's still important to have that strategy. And that, that you're right, because the technology and how it's used is more about um, uh, what makes sense for that company, right? It's just how do we, uh, but, but the company has to have a rooted foundational vision that is communicating what you're saying. Right. Is that, is that, is that my hearing? Am I getting that? Cause I think that's, that's the core thing. So we're going back, like I said earlier, almost to being more human, right. But using the technology. to be Yes, better. that is exactly right. So I think you hit it exactly that. Okay. Um, yep. The human aspect. Yep. <laughs> you got it. All right. Um, Good deal. We, we solved the world. We solved all the problems <laughs> on, our, on our radio show here today. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, Again, just back to leadership. So uh, owning a franchise or series of franchises and being a leader and how to to navigate the future and how to um, grow. Right. And so um, another sort of sort of three key components to leadership that um, uh, are correlate to success. Uh, and so I just talked about that conceptual intelligence so that the ethics piece of it and having a high level of conceptual intelligence. 
Um, the next thing is sort of that strategic intelligence, and that obviously makes sense, understanding your business, um, you know, having uh, strategic frameworks for growth, et cetera. And then there's the emotional intelligence. And I know that you've heard a lot about, you know, it's kind of quite um, in the media a lot these days, but it is also a really key component. And so um, your interpersonal uh, empathy, all of these components to emotional intelligence. So those are the, if you think about it, if you care enough to kind of dig into uh, those topics, those are the main uh, key contributors to success. And so, like I said, um, that adaptable mindset um, is, is part of all of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not that it's particularly hard to understand these ideas. It's that they're so radically different than what we're used to. And, uh, and then you've got just sort of, uh, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of buzz and a little bit of hype that goes around with things. And then people don't have a true idea or clear picture of what exactly they should be focused on. And hopefully you and I can help make the world a better place from a marketing standpoint, right? With, with how we do and, it. And then speaking of focus, so you keep reminding me of some key things. Um, like, so how to navigate and move forward. So really, again, and I think I said this, but I'm going to repeat it just a little bit slower to, to just make sure that it had, it had impact today is that, if you sort of have a clear concept and strategy and, and then you're testing and reflecting and then you're adapting and changing. So those are kind of the three steps and it's a constant. Like, so if you think about the pace of change um, in, you know, five years ago, you would develop an annual plan. You'd maybe revisit it once a quarter. So right now, well, of course, in the middle of COVID is probably once a week. Um, and maybe as things settle down a little bit going forward, it'll be a little bit uh, longer in between, but really that short paced, um, uh, constant evaluation and adapting is, is sort of the approach forward. Yeah. Um, and that helps you, right? So you're like, I'm not exactly sure where to focus, where um, uh, it, it helps you to kind of get that clear focus because you're, you know, you start off with your concept and if that's clear, then you're able to kind of adjust and pivot and, and keep moving towards the right direction, if that makes sense. No, totally. Start with the end in mind is the first thing I just thought yeah. when you said that. <clears throat> you know, but having that clear concept right in the beginning is so key. And then, yeah, your idea of, of uh, you know, testing, optimizing, and then adapting, it reminds mm -hmm. me of digital marketing, right? Can yes. Right? <laughs> it's real-time information, always evolving, right? And having yeah. a, a framework to do that and make it better and better. So, well, that, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, we're, we're coming close to the end of our time together here on today's show. And uh, the way I like to wrap up a lot of shows is just kind of leaving the audience with, you know, if there's a key principle and, and you hit so many, I think your, your, what you just said was key, <laughs> but is there anything, especially over these last 10 months with, with this new uh, development of COVID and, and doing what you already do? And I mean, is there any key principle or idea you'd want to leave with the audience? You just think if, keep that one thing in mind or maybe just uh, emphasize what you've been saying. Well, yeah, I definitely think the adaptability, but you know, uh, ethics, right? So you just think about uh, the United States and the political uh, environment we're in and just where we landed and just keeping in mind that uh, caring about people. I think that, you know, you touched on the human aspect and, and uh, I just think you can't go wrong, right? If at the end of the day, your ethics are strong and you care about people. Um, it's, it, I, I, that's kind of where I think you land is that's the success. 
Right, right. And I, I heard I heard that you, you, you triggered something in my mind as you were sharing that. And it's sort of a, I forget, I, I was watching a TED talk, I believe, but uh, the, 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 the statement was this. It was support yeah, AI. It's talking about AI and technology and change. Uh, but but it should be you talked about ethics, what you just said. But you know, the idea of, of technology should support human goals, but yes. be constrained by human values. Yes. And yes, so yes. That, you see what I mean? And, and I think that's the fear right now. If anyone who understands the technology, uh, these these algorithms kind of think for themselves they are learning and getting better. But the getting better is sort of this arbitrary thing that's not really constrained by human values. <laughs> so we're working on that. But I think that was a key point. Like it's not it's making us become, as we said earlier, more human. You know what I mean? Still, we have more of our values in there, but we're using technology to do greater things and, and help each other more. So, yep, I'm well, I great. completely agree. And it's it's a fun. So embrace change. It's here to stay and, um, you know, move forward and grow. Well, that sounds great. Well, Carmen, I really appreciate you taking some time with us today. Um, I know that our audience uh, will, will definitely get a lot out of this. I mean, if they just get some of these key points, right? Start thinking about it and looking for help around you, looking for consultants, smart people like Carmen. But guess what? You know, Carmen, why don't you share with the audience how they can get a hold of you uh, and a little bit of, you know, just, you know, again, the best way to get in touch if they feel like they have a need uh, to kind of just look at this and figure out how do I move forward? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Reach out anytime. It's Carmen at com. So D-A-Y-E-D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com. So, yeah, I look forward to speaking with any of you. All right. Excellent. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, that'll do it for this week's uh, edition of Franchise Bible Coach Radio uh, with Rick and Rob. Thanks again for listening and bye for now. <laughs>